Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Silhouette Zero Season 4. I am your host and GM, Chrising. I'm so sorry. It's all my fault, all these long delays. It's all me. <laughs> it's all me. I'm the brother Matt. This is my litany of sins. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Easy, easy. I, uh... It's fine. It's fine. They barely notice. The other episode just came out. Oh, thank goodness. Ah, the fools. <laughs> no, don't call them. Don't call listeners fools. <clears throat> anyway. Um, please roll the, um, the, I, I don't, I, well, okay. So somebody brought up the other day that one of the other versions that we called this was the, the pool of industry. Right. I don't know if this version of their world is industrious enough, but I'm going to use it today in honor of them remembering that. So, please roll the pool of industry. Okay, uh, how many? Three, please. One steam, two smog. Hot cha cha. Merciful Q Stalwart, you are currently sitting in the luxurious first class cabin. Of the Countess Minuet Largo, who is not aboard the Alexandria Elysium, the crown jewel of Archer Arrow's airship fleet. Your ward, Crumpet, is off gathering information about the, quote, airship kids. Uh, I believe it was airship urchins. Oh, yeah, that's right. Airship urchins. And your friend, the Mystic Malwazane, aka Chauncey is also gathering what information he can for you. You were finishing up the tea that was prepared earlier, so um, is he doing anything in particular? Oh no, he's just enjoying himself. So he's just letting his mind wander, as it were. Yeah, looking out the window. Because you know that the Countess has to have a great view. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, then would you please roll me a vigilance check? Two purple. Um, I'm going to say one blue for being caffeinated. <laughs> also, it's just a very quiet airship, as I've mentioned before. So go ahead. How many purple? Two purple. Okay. Yellow and a green and a blue versus two purple. One success. One threat. And I forgot to clear this pool again. <laughs> I can't. I, you know, four steam, one smog. There you go. <laughs> Just casually at them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a very heavy dice pool of, <laughs> of points. Okay. If I was a force user, though, boy, howdy, would it be successful? <laughs> oh, boy, yeah. That'd be so much extra force to generate. Okay. Here's what's going on. Uh, please take one strain. Okay. For your threat, I will let you try to justify that. But what you do notice is you hear someone's trying to use the master key on the cabin door and um, of course crumpet has disabled that ability uh, when you hear someone trying to open the door he drops the teacup all the way up to the ground or just like on his lap on his lap okay hence the strain Accor. there's a few more moments of uh them trying to use the key and then clang 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 like someone's knocking on the door uh he goes to open it there are two well-coiffed gentlemen wearing identical uniforms. 
Um, unlike the other Archer Arrow airship men that you've seen before, these uniforms are black. Um, and they're wearing white ties and they have uh, high, shiny, knee-high boots. Um, roll perception, please. Two purple. Perception is cunning. I really should level up perception one day. Uh, three green versus two purple, three success and a threat. Okay. Um, give yourself another strain. Okay. With your three successes, you notice that both of them have a pin on their collar. The pin is a, a circle, and in the center is like a design of a service bell. You know, like the type you ring on a desk. Uh-huh. They're both looking at you very intently. Good day, gentlemen. Yes, hello. We are from the concierge service. Ah, very good. We were looking to speak with the countess. She's unavailable at this time. Then perhaps we could discuss the matter with you? May we come in? Certainly. Please, come in. Uh, both of these gentlemen step in. They are scanning the room with their eyes, very obviously looking for something. So what is this about? There has been some concern that perhaps a bit of contraband has been placed upon this ship under your care. Um, contraband? Well, yes. Uh, what under was your... the care of the Countess. Inzi, that does seem to be the case. Could I get your name again, Mr... Cabbage. Yes, I do believe I have a hard time believing that's your actual name. After all, we don't have you as a list of attendants with a countess. And he looks at the other guy. The other guy pulls out a notebook, flips it over um, several times, as if searching through something, shakes his head. She sent me at the last notice. I also find it difficult to believe, considering that you're sharing the name of the illustrious performer booked on this very flight. Cabbage is a family name, thank you very much. <laughs> yes, whose family, I wonder? I have no relation to that man. All the same, I'm going to have to inspect your luggage. Fine. Okay, so how many trunks do you think there are total? I don't know if we ever established that. We didn't, but I imagine there's like six. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's be real here. <laughs> Wait, Crumpet was holding six pieces of luggage? <laughs> like dragging, you know, stacked on top. <laughs> okay. Um, what is in number one? Uh, so many costumes. <laughs> <laughs> so they go through number one, and what's in number two? Uh, number two, I would say, is um, magic trick parts and components. Okay. So number one and two, they're, they are very unceremoniously going through these pieces, just chucking them over their shoulder, throwing them all out, making a huge mess. What are you doing while they're doing that? This is outrageous. I assumed white glove treatment meant something different than this. Sir, this will go faster if you don't interfere. But it'll go more politely if you treat my things with some respect. They both look frustrated when they get to the bottom of that suitcase. One goes to number three, which contains... Uh, it's probably 
uh, some of uh, it's probably crumpet stuff. Okay, so he starts dumping out. Um, it's crumpet's clothes and probably knickknacks. Unless, yeah, he probably doesn't. No, he didn't leave with. Well, he did leave with tools here, didn't he? But I imagine they're not a trunk. He probably has a tool roll. Right, that's true. Okay, so he, uh, yeah, he's going through Crumpet's personal stuff while the other one is walking over to the mechanical Pandora's box. He looks, oh. yeah, he's trying to open it. Um, can I help you? <laughs> this one seems to be locked. Oh, that's not luggage. It's not? No. In fact, the proprietor of the curio shop from which I procured it said that it is, contains a great ancient evil. We're not interested in your pathetic parlor tricks. I'm just saying there's a good chance that there is a great ancient evil inside of it because I haven't managed to open it yet. Open it now. Well, that's one form of encouragement, I suppose. <laughs> mm, I don't seem to see any latches on it. I've already ruled that out and I certainly don't have any keys. Are you saying you don't know how to open it? I just told you I haven't opened it. Is this what the concierge does? Roll. Hmm. Vigilance. Two purple. Two success and a thrive. You can see that this one, this second concierge that you're talking to is getting frustrated and he's reaching towards something behind his belt. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Can I try Skulldugree to swipe whatever is behind his belt? Sure. It would be Skulldug against their vigilance, I imagine. So, two purple, please. Three yellow versus two purple. Two, three success and a triumph. Okay. It is a retractable baton. <laughs> For your triumph? I'm gonna clock the guy with it. <laughs> All right, surprise attack. <laughs> Go ahead and roll, um, I guess, melee, unopposed. One success, two advantage. And uh, what's your brawn? My brawn's two. Okay, so what do you wanna do with the two advantages? Oh wait, no, I had a rank. Stand by, two success. <laughs> okay, two success, which gives it, um, it's five damage coming at him. Okay. So you clock him in the head, clunk, or I guess across the uh, across the chest because he reaches behind his his belt, doesn't find it, and then all of a sudden you're hitting him with his own weapon. You cad! You were going to hit me with this. No, oh, I've had it. Grab him. All right. Uh, roll vigilance now, um, unopposed to get the turn order. All right, Batty's got two successes. You got three advantages, so they will go first. These two are a group, so they're going to attack at the same time. <laughs> it is a yellow and a green. Um, they're going to spend their one maneuver for the other guy to grab his baton. Mm -hmm. You have one defense because the baton gives one defense. Oh, that's cool. And uh, so it's going to be two purple unless you have anything else. Nothing for melee. Yellow, green, two purple, one black. A success and two threats. So that will be a total of uh, four damage coming at you. Okay. Uh, what do you want to do with the threats? 
Uh, can I get a blue from that? Is that how that works? Yeah, you can do. Okay. So uh, he, the other guy, like, tries to swing over his buddy. Just lands like a glancing blow on you. <laughs> I'm gonna clock him back, right back. <laughs> All right. To success. Uh, there's a there's a black though because he has a baton. Oh. One success. Okay, so four damage coming at them. Clang, clang, clang. You know, you're doing a little bit of a baton sword fight thing going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to turn it right around and swing back at you. So yellow, green, two purple, and a black. Failure. <laughs> How do you avoid getting hit or defend yourself from getting hit? Oh, he just steps back slightly. You know, long legs. <laughs> All right, so you take a step back. Where where would you like to be in positioning of your of this room? Uh, probably deeper into the room. Okay, so are you heading towards like the bedroom or more towards like the, I guess the the writing desk window area? More towards the window. Okay. Put the baton down, and we'll show you a little bit of mercy. You weren't going to show me mercy before I took the baton. <laughs> Question, does he have his cane? Oh yeah, he always does. Okay. Uh, it is your turn. I forget, did we make this a sword cane in this generation of the universe or no? I believe you have mentioned it before, yes. And even if you didn't, I'm okay with it. I think it makes sense. Yeah, because I, I don't even have it filled out. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it, it's just some... Um, it's like plus, plus two. One. Plus, plus two. Plus two, pierce one, um, defense one. At least I'm pretty sure that's what swords are. And if it's not, that's what we're doing. Uh, can I use my maneuver to change from the baton to the cane sword? Yeah. Are you dual wielding or are you switching? Just switching. I'm not skilled enough to dual wield. All right. So you collapse the baton. Uh, where do you put it? In my coat. <laughs> Do you do one of those things where, like, you collapse it and, it and then you make it look like you just, like, you know, pressed it together? Oh, yeah. He does that. And then, like, as he, like, turns, like, he, he spins afterwards. And when he does, like, the sword's out. <laughs> <laughs> they look both surprised about the missing baton and the presence of a sword. But if we don't care about mercy, we'll try this then. Two success, two threat. Yeesh. Okay, so... It's two plus two plus two, so six damage. Pierce one. Uh-huh. Okay, one of them goes down. How would you like to do it? Uh he does he starts like just fencing. Mm-hmm. And uh You know, he gets a couple of like nicks in. Mm-hmm. And like the guy stumbles back a bit and uh, he trips over, or he steps on the coffee, or on the on the tea mug that he dropped when he went to go answer the door. Uh-huh. Uh, and so he falls backwards, and he just kind of, like, hits his head on the table. <laughs> now, this is much better. Wouldn't you agree? The guy... Well, so you took down the one that was armed. Mm-hmm. So the one that picked the fight with you in the first place is now... Spends his maneuver to pick up the other baton that was just dropped. <laughs> You're gonna pay for that. Oh, that's what they all say. 
All right, so it's gonna be two green now because uh, they are a minion group and therefore he has now lost his rank. Mm -hmm. So two green, two purple, one black. Uh, two failure, one advantage. Uh, I'm gonna use my advantage to inflict one strain. <laughs> he is attacking in a very rapid flurry. Obviously, you're you're not getting injured by it, but the strain is from protecting yourself. Right. And time for repost. One success. So five damage, pierce one. Yeesh. Okay. Uh, you hit him pretty bad. He's not happy about it. It's like in the shoulder. Out. He just stabs the shoulder real quick. You know, he's doing like quick jabs right now because small space. <laughs> ah. Uh, be careful, the baton won't cut as much. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm gonna flip a smog point to upgrade his attack because he's going to like he's in rage mode now. Uh -huh. And I'm going to use give him a blue for aiming. So it's gonna be a yellow, a green, a blue, two purple, one black. Anything you would like to do? Nothing I can do. Three successes, one threat. So that will be uh, six damage coming at you. Okay. Uh, the threat here is he goes, You bloody mongrel! Do you know what I am? I'm a concierge for the Air Archer Industries! You have no idea what that possibly means, do you? And he starts you know, swinging this thing hard. <laughs> All I know is that you've, you've entered the, the premises of the Lady Countess, Minuit Largo. And then started acting like you own the place. It is your turn. Yeah. And I will not stand for that grave dishonor. I'm gonna aim two. <laughs> two success, two threats, so six pierce one. You take him down. Describe it, please. Uh, so he's bashing at me with the baton. And at one point I slide it, you know, I deflect to the side like as a parry instead. Mm-hmm. And I start hammering down, like down swings with mm -hmm. the sword instead. And so he's being hammered back now instead. And at one point I do a quick flourish. So now the sword's facing downward in my hand and I just stab it into his leg. <laughs> ah! <clears throat> and he falls over. Okay, the threats are, um, so the second man is now down and unconscious. Uh, there's a lot of blood on the carpet. <laughs> Oh, that's fine. That's what the concierge are for. <laughs> Interesting. I've wondered why you did not call upon my power. Well, it seemed like they were looking for the Canopic Jaw, and I didn't want them to see you. Ah, oh, indeed. Quite clever. Besides, it's just two concierge. All right. What do you do? Uh, what's the role to try to heal? <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, it's a medical check, but what is Huzu's healing ability? I forget. Um, this was just strain, I thought. Yeah, convert wounds to strain. Oh. The rate of wounds plus one. Okay. And that's just a thing that happens? Yeah, so what, how much your total wound right now? I've got, I've taken four wounds. So it'd be five strain. Okay. Oof. That's worth it, though. I mean, a third of my health was gone. You know? Yeah. So there's just, you know, the dark blue energy mending your bruises. And there was I probably quite like a, a headache. 
<laughs> there was probably like a fractured bone somewhere too. That's all just taken care of. Yeah, strain's not great, but that's easier to recover. <laughs> yeah, you can do that um, with a discipline check if you like. Yeah, let's do that. Discipline What's... is willpower, right? Correct. And what is your current strain in relation to your maximum? Poorly. Uh, if, it's, I... if it's over half, it's three. It's a three purple check. Okay. Uh, failure and threat. Okay. Nope. Or sorry, failure and an advantage. So nothing. All right. What do you want to do? I'm going to check their pockets. Aha. Uh -huh. Keys, of course. And he takes them. These keys are um, set on a key ring that has that same icon on it, that little bell. Uh-huh. They both have um, written on very fine paper some instructions. The instructions have a very, very detailed description of you. <laughs> a very detailed description of crumpet mm -hmm. and an approximation of what a canopic jar would look like gotcha um and the instructions are clear find these two find their jar do not tell anyone um interesting factoid it says do not tell anyone lower than the rank of concierge interesting so it seems that Either they're in the loop, or the people or concierge or higher are more keen on loyalty. I take the other baton too. Okay, so now you have two batons, <laughs> and their uniforms. <laughs> okay. Um, they are bloodied and, and torn, but you take them. Grumbit can patch these up, and I uh, relock the door. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was locked already. Okay. What of these two? Oh, I don't know. I was going to shove them in a closet somewhere or something. Indeed, there is sufficient space, although it seems these concierges have some manner of training. Oh, very much so. Though what kind? I'm not quite sure anymore. So, what do you want to do with them? Ah. <sighs> Yeah, we'll put them in a closet. <laughs> you gonna tie them up? I'm gonna tie them up and put them each in a different closet. Okay, skullduggery, please. Uh, one purple. Three yellow versus one purple. Two advantage, one... two. Sorry, two success, one advantage, and a triumph. Okay, they are very securely tied up. How would you like to use your advantage and your triumph? Uh, they both fit on top of hooks inside the closet <laughs> the closets are very thick walled and they have a lock ah okay so as you are going about the suite inspecting the closet something that you did not do when you entered because why would you right <laughs> um you locate what seems to be the countess's dress vault <laughs> It's a specialized room for, um, you know, very expensive ball gowns that would be jewel encrusted or whatever. So A, reinforced hangers to hold the mm -hmm. weight. B, locks. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, lock, lock them in the dress vault. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> All right. Eh, what now? Sorted. <laughs> now we just pretend they never existed. 
He picks up the mug from the floor, wipes it clean, pours more tea into it, sits back down. <laughs> oh, shoot. Trumpet. He puts the mug back down, uh, <laughs> starts walking out, grabs his coat, walks back in, takes a sip from the tea, and then walks back out again. <laughs> Hey kids, it's time for the Silhouette Zero community shout-out. From over on the Discord, Fuzzy would like to shout-out his wife, VTuber Lady Mystique. You can follow her and check her out on twitch.tv slash Lady Mystique. That's L-A-D-Y underscore M-Y-S-T-I-Q. TikTok would like to shout-out the Twitch streamer Vagena at twitch.tv slash the underscore Jenna, J-E-N-N-A. She hosts Burnt Cookbook Party, among other things. Mr. T would like to shout out to Force Majeure for being an awesome bunch. I agree. Nick would like to shout out the Discord group in general for posting lots and lots of pics of doggos, in particular Leslie, who gives out a lot of them. Speaking of Leslie and doggos, Leslie wants to shout out Tazi and her family. Yes, I said Tazi, because there is a super cute puppers named Tazi. I think of all the things I've accomplished as a writer and a creator, the fact that there's a dog named after a character of mine is among my crowning achievements. And lastly, Greg also wants to shout out Leslie on the occasion of their 10 year anniversary. Congratulations, guys. That does it for the community shout out. If you ever want something shouted out for free, let me know at chris at soulzeromedia.com or on Twitter, soulzerochris. That's S-I-L-Z-E-R-O. Now, back to the show. Okay, um, now I do feel like Percy being Percy would have a moment to think that about there is a detailed description of him out there. Oh yeah, time for a disguise. All right, what is the disguise of the day? Hmm. I'm really tempted to try to make the concierge outfit work. You can try. It's a bad idea, but I'm going to do it anyway. Because content. You do have points. I do have points. Oh, like I can just flip it and like, we're good? Yeah, I mean, if if you would like one to be perfectly fitting, or you know, it's going to fit. There you go. Yeah, yeah, there we go. (laughs) It indeed fits. And I feel like the first guy wasn't as bloody. Oh yeah, he was just beat with a thing. Right, so that's fine. Yeah. Um, Kane? Uh, he's gonna leave it. Coat? I'm gonna leave it. He's gonna take the baton, though, and clip it to the back of his belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's gonna go full, full incognito here. Okay, and out you go, back out into the airship. Where to, Gumshoe? Uh, I'm gonna go for the most urchiny area I can possibly think of. Um, either in a maintenance area or the lower class decks. Mm-hmm. So you're going to proceed down to third class. Yeah. Okay. Now, question. Are you walking through the main corridors or are you using the servant corridors that uh, that one guy showed you last time? Servant for sure. 
All right, you make your way through the serving corridors. Hold on, I have to find my feelings map. <laughs> okay, so you are currently in crew access. Okay. You're approaching, um, you're going through the, you're going through the crew access way tunnels. I'm going to flip a dark side point. I'm sorry. Smog point. Mm -hmm. And, um, around the corner is another, um, comes striding another concierge. Or at least another person in a black uniform. Mm -hmm. Perception, please. Uh, two purple, one blue. Okay. Three green, a blue, two purple, one success. Blues have been blank. He's wearing a pin that is gold. Same icon. Uh, he stops and salutes. Concierge. Sir. Where's the con man? He was not located inside that cabin. That's impossible. We are, uh, the, below, the other crewmen reported watching him walk right in there. With all respect, sir, I did not make any mistakes. The room is empty. So what is your next plan of action, concierge? The boy, sir. Once we obtain the boy, surely the surely the con man will have to come running. You fool. We can't move on the boy now, can we? Think through the situation. I'm sorry, sir. I'm afraid I don't follow. We can't grab him until he's alone. Or at least out of the company of that vile creature. True. We already have a concierge on surveillance on him, so please, go back to your assignment and locate the con man. Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. He starts to stride away angrily. Cool. It's a good thing I put on this costume, though. It is a drag that I have to go back to my post. Oh, wait. <laughs> he keeps going. <laughs> okay. Personal question for you. Uh-huh. <clears throat> There is something going on with Crumpet. Yeah. Would you like to see the scene, or do you want me to record it separately so you don't know? You know, I kind of dig the record separate thing, because it's more fun, and I... You know, let's do it. It's like a special treat for me. Okay. <laughs> so something's going on with Crumpet. You make your way down to the third, um, third class quarters. Not a lot going on right Oh, you're not in the quarters right now. I'm sorry. You are in the third class dining area. Let me see. Where's my list of urchins? I can't believe you have a list of urchins. <laughs> I forgot. Always a good sign. I forgot these names. <laughs> All right. So you're in third class dining. Now keep in mind, it getting on the airship at all costs quite a bit of money. Mm -hmm. So the idea that you would find actual urchins on this airship seems highly far-fetched. I mean, you said it to, to, to crump it, but I don't know how serious you were. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, how, how would a bunch of urchins get on the airship? Right. And yet... <laughs> And yet, there are three ahead of you, um, digging through the trash can. <laughs> the dining hall seems to be empty. Okay, he's going to try to... He's going to try to do the constable collar grab. 
to two of them? On two of them? Okay, so there's one that's supposed to be on lookout, uh, but is clearly not really paying attention. And then there are two doing that thing where they're like balancing their waist on the edge of the trash bin and then leaning over. Yeah, those are the two I want to grab. <laughs> snatch, snatch, lift them up. Oi, let us go! Ah, let us go! Let us go! We ain't do nothing! Hello, little urchins. Dropley, you're the worst! You're the worst look lookout in all of history! Sorry. I mean, he is pretty bad, but I am also very good, so don't be too mad at him. Well, actually, you should be fairly mad at him. He was very bad. Dropley, don't just stand there. Kick him in the shin! Oh, right. Sorry. He tries oh. to kick you in the shin. Oh, please. I've dealt with urchins for most of my life. <laughs> um, roll. I don't know. What do you want to roll? To, to, like, block it or dodge it or something. Uh, how about coordination? Yep. Um, one purple. Two yellow, one purple. Three success. Uh, he kicks too hard, hits the air, falls on his back. Funk. <laughs> Chopley, you're the worst. Chopley, you are the worst. Now... Sorry. Will you, two, will you two exchange some information for freedom? Yeah, fine. Whatever. We know how this goes. Yeah, we'll rat on anybody. Oh. You sky urchins surely have a weaker moral code than the ones on the ground. Oh, we didn't get in the sky by being morally sound. Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you How put you them down? I put one of them down. Okay, there's a boy and a girl. Which one do you put down? Uh, the girl. She straightens out her urchin dress, which looks to be made of, um, like, parts of the airman uniform. Oh, very clever. I enjoy the fashion. She has a, a she has black hair thick, uh, tied up in a braid, and then she, like, um, Grabs her braid as she, somehow she has to straighten it, although that doesn't really make a lot of sense. <laughs> All right, put him down. We'll tell me tell you. All right, just wanted to make sure you weren't going to scarper. Oh, he knew he, we were going to scarper. <laughs> he, he really has dealt with urchins before. That's weird. I don't remember this one. Yeah, you knew. I'm not even a concierge. <laughs> Oh, he's one of us. To a degree. Yeah, put him down. <laughs> right, well, my name's Penelope. <laughs> That's Figaro, and the one on the floor is Chopley. Penelope, Figaro, and Chopley. Chopley with a J. Chopley, quite right. Get up, Chopley. He gets up. All right, what do you want to know? Pardon me, I was just writing your names down. They're quite fun. Um, <laughs> have you seen another urchin around by the name of Crumpet? Oh, yeah, he was here earlier. Well, where is he now? I need to find him rather quickly. Oh, he didn't want to hang out with us. Why not? Not after he met Heidi von Stuzel. Who's that? She's a second, uh, she's a second class girl. A gold second? digger, that crumpet is. Gold digger all the way. A second class girl? You mean yeah. the second class passengers? Yeah, she's well, she's a Von Stuzel, you know? The Von Stuzels? 
Uh, knowledge, please. Two purple. Two on two. One success. <laughs> von, the word Von Stuzel at first kind of like tickled at a memory. And then as the more times they say it, you you do remember the catchphrase. Get rid of your poozle with a Von Stuzel. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course, this is uh, the inventor, Onrik Von Stuzel, who invented the first toilet for airships. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's extremely effective. Um, he's made millions selling this design to every airship manufacturer. <laughs> oh, I see. How interesting. Why would he go with her? I don't know. He was all like, oh, how do I find out important information around here? And I said that he had to join our gang. Then he said he wasn't joining no gangs anymore after the pips. And I said, what's a pip? And he tried to explain it, and then I got bored, so I told him to stop, and that he just, you know, had to be nice to me. You see, um, Penelope is looking really like shy and embarrassed. <laughs> and he would, and he wouldn't. He just kept talking about he had a big job to do, and I said, well, we could just talk about it a little bit if we just shared some of the bread I just stole. And he said he didn't need any stolen bread because Mr. Percy gave him bread. And I said, what? You have a dad? And he said he's not really my dad. But he kind of is, and then I got frustrated and I kicked him in the shin. Oh, poor girl. Yeah. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, I'm not his dad, but I am. But he is my ward. Right. He did say that um, you he had to get good information for you, and then um, well, you know, Heidi was hanging out with us because there ain't really any kids up there in the second class. Now here's the problem. These concierge seem to be looking for he and I. Oh, you really got in with it against Archerero, eh? Oh, yeah. oh yes. It's oh, quite yeah, a... mate. You're in some deep stuff now. You're going to need two Von Struzels to get out of that. <laughs> Not a problem. In fact, I've already dealt with two Von Struzels earlier today. <laughs> Not a problem. The concierges are dangerous. Oh, uh, we did steal one of their uniforms. That's pretty good. Tell you what, you lot help me find Crumpet and a way to find him without being spotted. I'll give you another, well, I'll give you a spare of collapsible baton. They look at each other. Don't need a spare collapsible, collapsible baton. Why not? Well, we're kids. Can't swing it hard enough, can we? Oh, sure you can. No, we want the key. What key? The key you got when you... You know, took this guy's uniform. Oh, one of the master keys. Yeah, yeah. You want the key? Ah, sure. Here you go. They look at each other in utter disbelief. You're just gonna give us the key? Why not? I don't need it. <laughs> Who is this guy? Oh, I am Percival Q. Stalwart, master of the arcane arts. Wielder of the third eye. And current host to a deity named Huzu. <laughs> Urchin huddle. I don't know about this. He seems crazy. Oh, uh, yeah, he's probably crazy, but he did beat up a concierge and he gave us a key. So. A deal's a deal, boys. Ah! He's in the huddle. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, we'll help you. Don't know how much help we're going to be. More, more so than none. Right, well, 
We do know how to get around here without being caught, but it won't work for you. You're not so big. Humor me. All right. Um, Penelope makes a motion, and all three of them start cartoonishly tiptoeing away. <laughs> do you follow? Oh, yeah. Are you following with the cartoonish tiptoe? Yes. Okay. I thought so. just wanted to make sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. All right. You go into um, a room that says laundry. And the uh, you can see that the laundry here seems to operate by a pneumatic tube. Uh-huh. But very large pneumatic tubes. Um, large enough to for a seven, eight, nine-year-old to stuff themselves into and then ride around the ship. <laughs> see? No one ever catches us with these. How interesting. Yeah, we showed we showed Crumpet, and then off he went. Well, I suppose I can climb the tubes at least. Uh, you're, you're pretty big there, mate. I don't think you're going to fit. I mean, you're kind of a beanpole, but still. I didn't mean inside the tubes. Um, I mean, you look like a concierge. Can't you just walk around? No, I ran into my boss. <laughs> <laughs> They seem very mean, keen on having stations and posts and such. You mean you ran into an actual concierge? The one with the gold. Right. Yes, you what stole, am I? You stole the uniform of a, a concierge apprentice. Oh, I see. Well, that's very unfortunate. Oh, they're very dangerous by themselves. I imagine they're more dangerous when in a group. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but those gold ones, the real concierges, they're super dangerous. And then, of course, there's the grand concierge. He reports directly to Ultra Aero himself. Well, I suppose there's no going around it then. I'll have to use my arcane arts for this. They look back and forth at each other. Um, are you like one of those stage magicians? I'm a lot of things. But a stage magician is not one of them. So, uh, what, what you gonna do then? Shadow step. Flip. <laughs> Zoom. Ah, ah, where'd he go? Oh man, was he a ghost the whole time? Not a Stop ghost. <laughs> <laughs> they fall into a pile of laundry. And then they can start to see him a bit, right? Yeah. How did you do that? I told can you, I have, I'm housing a deity. Can you teach me? No, the deity's doing it. How do I get a deity? Oh, you shouldn't want a deity. It's a, it's, it's a whole process, and now I'm trying to save the world. <laughs> wow, this guy's kind of cool. In a weird sort of way. I get that a lot. Good luck, you lot. I'm sure I'll see you later. Well, wait. How do you want us to help you? You did give us the key. Yes, but you did show me the path, and, well, I can't use it. Tell you what, if you are able to keep me apprised of any movements of concierge that you happen to notice. Oh, um, right. We can do that, but how are we going to get a hold of you? I thought. Who's huh? <laughs> And then there's a mark that fly, like a owl feather zips out of your hand. It's, uh, well, I assume Penelope. Yeah. Penelope in the forehead, and uh, she is now contains one of your owl marks. Whoa, weird. I can hear you in my head. Well, yes. 
I had that too. Oh, we all heard that one. He was talking with his mouth. Is this better? Whoa. Don't overthink it. It's not too hard. But yes, do keep me informed. Right, we'll do, uh, Mr. Percy. Oh, I suppose that's fine. <laughs> All right, you are now cloaked. Where to? I mean, the second class. Heading towards second class? Yeah. All right. How long have we been going? Hour. Oh, there could be more, but you know what? I don't want to start it on that. So, the stakes have been raised against Percival Q. Salward and his ward Crumpet, as their identities seem to have been found out. And Archer Arrow is playing a very different game than their last target. Will Percy be able to find Crumpet? Will they be able to elude Archer Arrow while still trying to reel him into their own trap? Find out next time! Uh, did I do anything that surprised you? I am surprised you did not just, like, slam those guys with Huzu. Yeah, like I said, it, it seemed like they really knew what they were looking for, so... Didn't want to alert anyone that might know something, you know? No, yeah, it makes sense, but... Uh, and I enjoyed it, I thought it was a good fight. Um, <laughs> it worked out well. And then, I don't know. Um, hmm... Did you were you surprised that it didn't just kill those guys? <laughs> no, I don't think that's quite in Percy's nature to kill in cold blood like that. No, it's not. Um, I think I was actually surprised you used the uniform. I mean, I knew that was a possibility. Yeah, um, I, I was on the fence about it, but I'm like, it's better to try to lie about who you are than look like the person they're looking for. That's true. Nobody notices the concierge. <laughs> well, in any case, um, until we have the next episode out, there's more to consume to keep your mind off of whatever ails you at um, sillzero.com. I'm putting up new stuff, so keep an eye on that. Um, coming up soon will be uh, downloads to the music that I've created sound effects that people want including the er sound that everybody wants for their text alert i guess very good um and then um it was suggested in the discord that i provide at least some sort of um playlist listing for the, the different music i've used throughout and i've already started working on that list so if there was a song you were like oh what is that song at least you'll have a starting point um on the new episodes i'll actually list them if i remember to do it but uh, at least in the other ones, I'll, I'll post it by season because I can at least figure that out pretty easily. So more stuff over there. Um, I'm still on Twitter a little bit at Ing Daydreams or at Soul Zero Chris, S-I-L-Z-E-R-O. I'm at Soul Zero Matt, S-I-L-Z-E-R-O-M-A-T-T. More good stuff on the Patreon, including my recent conversation with Seamus regarding Star Wars versus Star Trek. We settled that issue once and for all. No one needs to talk about it ever again. <laughs> And, um, yeah, uh, I haven't streamed in a, in a good minute. Yeah, me neither. But, um, now that I've, now that I'm done with Elden Ring, I think I'm, I'm going to start it again. Elden Ring did not bring out the best in me, and so I felt, like, weird about streaming it. <laughs> <laughs>
It took you to a dark place and showed you aspects of yourself you do not wish to recognize. Uh, yeah. Well, it showed me aspects of myself I hadn't seen in a while. And I was like, uh. <laughs> like, I can't get this, but I'm not giving up. And I don't care how many times I'm going to do the same stupid run. Anyway, I will talk more about it during the chit chat episode. But um, yeah, I'll probably I think we're, we're well, I'm definitely going to finish Persona 5 Strikers. And then I think it might be time to play Persona 4 Golden. Oh um, lord. I have not played all of that. So, um, it might be time for, for that. Okay, um, that's it. Until next time. Don't... End of episode. Yeah. End of episode. End of episode. End of episode. Okay, okay, we're ending End of episode. episode. Okay, okay. The episode's ended. Bye. <laughs>